Hi, I'm Flynn. And I'm your DM, Ethan. Welcome to VentureForth. Previously, the group had traveled through the city of Blackpool and tried to discover the mystery behind these strange crystals that you guys were holding. Through a difficult encounter with a half-orc named Drek, you guys finally got to a warehouse where you guys opened up a box that was containing a disassembled warforge named Thaddeus. Upon opening the box, Thaddeus seemed to recognize March and thought it was, in fact, her twin sister Amity, who March thought was long dead. With this realization, March decided that she had to go south and rekindle that relationship, or at least try and find her twin sister. You guys parted ways and continued on to the city of Solaris, where Thaddeus told you that you could all rid yourselves of any sort of magical or non-magical tracking that the Hollow Guard could have over you. You guys all slept there, took a night's rest, and waking up in the morning, Flynn... You open your eyes, cuddled up, in bed, quiet room, cozy. You look over to the window, and the light shining in from the sun is now illuminated the entire room as the morning is fully upon you. You look around the room. You look to where Kalik was sleeping. You look to where Olma was sleeping. You look to where Shry was sleeping. And none of them were there. The beds are all made... Doesn't seem to be any sort of signs of a struggle or anything. Just looks like everyone got up and started their day. So, you wake up and you roll over. What would you like to do? <sighs> Where'd everyone go? Huh. I'll go up to the window and I'll just take a peek out. Okay. Um, as you look outside the window, um, you see the city street in front of you. Um, at this point, the morning is in full swing. You see um, uh, pedestrians coming by and interacting with the vendors and buying and selling goods. And uh, you see there's like definitely a, a very lively and like cordial nature between the um, patrons of these shops and the shop owners. There seems to be like a somewhat decent level of relationship between each individual person. It seems like a tight-knit community where everyone knows each other. Um, and you can see... As you look down to your left, you can see that has just passed um, the inn that you are staying at. Two dwarven guards, the garrison of the city. Um, Two guards walking step in step perfectly right next to each other in this heavy plate armor. Um, You can see that the, uh, both the, the shop owners as well as the patrons aren't really paying much attention to the guards. It's not really a fear. It's not really an intimidation. It's more just like, leaving them alone, letting them do their thing. Um, But as you sort of look back to where you were sleeping, you see in a little pile right next to you, um, a little pile of gold, silver, and copper that someone has left for you for the day. (laughs) I'll go over and I'll I'll pick it up, I suppose, and I'll put it in my pack. Okay. And You now have uh, a little bit of a per diem for the day. 
Um, and you you look through this uh, pile, and it's, I mean, if you do the quick math in your head, it is your party's sum total of gold divided sure. by um, four at this sure. point. Um, so, yeah, you take that, and you stash it. And uh, as you look around the rest of the room, you notice two things right off the bat. Um, the first thing that you notice is a framed map on the wall right above the dresser. Um, you look at it and you see a little red dot that says you are here um, right at your inn. And um, you see like a list of recommendations as far as shops, taverns, um, places to sightsee. Uh, you pretty much get a, a local's guide to the city. Um, and as you are looking over the map, is there anywhere that you want to, anywhere in particular that you want to take a specific mental note? Um, hmm. Well, uh, I think I would like to try to remember my training and back in Ironlight when when looking for other members where would they congregate like where would they leave their marks would that be like behind the taverns if like if, if i remember right um yeah it would t- typically be behind um taverns there are some like specifically contracted okay. taverns where like a little bit of gold is is handed under the table in order for these taverns to sort of be quote unquote meeting places not really meeting places but places where the uh the members of the iron light can go and sort of secretly get supplies sure, that sure. and then if i remember right there there were also like markings sometimes they would use on the back of buildings like yeah there's there's that uh distinctive um yeah. uh shape of a, a dragon in a c formation with a sword being uh driven through <laughs> vertically um so yeah Sweet. that is that is what you would okay. be looking for so for sure I will make note of all of the the taverns and maybe like some shady alleyways that I think maybe you know they would be going to and yeah you you definitely know it wouldn't be like the the most popular right. so I'll, I'll take it note would, of those it would be small, a little bit back alleys, back alleys the, okay. the, the sh- and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of like take a mental note and then as I'm about done I'll feel like you know my belly rumbling and I'm like man man mm-hmm. I gotta get something to eat and I'll I'll go back into my pouch and I'll pull some of that gold I'll pull like some of that gold out in my hand I'll walk downstairs and try and find okay. somewhere to get food one more thing one more thing right before you head out of the room um, you also notice left there untouched by anyone the sleeping, well, quote unquote, sleeping, deactivated head of Thaddeus <laughs> sitting there on the dresser. Um, no one else seems to have taken him for the day, uh, so you have the choice of either taking him or just leaving him here in the oh, empty room. I am taking him because I, I'll walk up once okay. I notice that, and no one else is in the room. Um, I'll just be like, huh, and I'll look around. I'll look down. And be, well, I guess I can't leave you here. Looks like you're coming with me, buddy. And I'll pick him up and I'll trot down the stairs. Okay, um, so now that you have picked up the head of Thaddeus, uh, there's a couple of important oh, things no. to note. Oh no, do I die? <laughs> um, you die immediately <laughs> upon contact. No. Um, so like sort of looking at him, you look at kind of like the base of his neck where he's been disconnected from the rest of his body and even picking him up and like sort of shaking him around a little bit. He isn't like waking up. 
Um, he's still in this sort of depowered state. Um, but looking at the, the base of the neck, you can see a couple of cogs and gears and that you would definitely be able to sort of move around and, and situate into different positions. So um, one thing to note is that you can activate Thaddeus yourself. Um, you can do that in two different ways. You can either do that three times a day for 10 minutes each, or you can choose to do it all just once together and he lasts for an hour. And while he's activated, he comes with any sort of knowledge, possible skills that, that Thaddeus could have. Okay, so I can I can do this situating all at once and he lasts for a while. Yeah, so either you can activate him once for 10 minutes and then later in the day once mm. for 10 minutes and then later in the day once for 10 minutes or if you want to just activate him once and he lasts and then it, and then it recharges or something like that's all i get for the whole day that's all okay. you get for the whole day and then he needs um a long rest okay. pretty much to recharge um, because he's not attached to his chest and body mm -hmm. unit he doesn't have full power so that's what he's dealing sure. with right now okay um i'll mull that over as I walk down the stairs um, and as I'm walking down the stairs I'll kind of look at it look at Thaddeus's head and just kind of remember that like I don't know Arch is gone and I hope she's doing okay I know I know that she was holding this thing and you know could have helped her but she's strong she'll be fine and I'll kind of get to the bottom of the stairs and kind of snap out of it. And like, yeah, so I'm, I'm assuming start smelling the smell of foods and, and such. And that'll kind of probably bring me out of that. Yeah, so you can see a couple of the uh, patrons of the inn are at this point sitting down and uh, just starting their meals. Uh, you can see that there are there's a little area where you can sit down and order a meal um, sort of near the bar area. And then you also see sort of an open table with um, some like bread and fruit and stuff like that. Uh, just more like grab and go sure. stuff. Um, well, um, how big is Thaddeus's head? Do I have to like, is it like a basketball size for me? It's, yeah, it's <laughs> about, it's, I mean, it's about the size of a, I mean, it is the size of a normal oh, humanoid okay. head. So, yeah. so <laughs> probably just a little bit bigger than your head, but not will, too much um, bigger. I will do that. I'll hold him under my arm, you know, uh, kind of have my arm over okay. top and around. And I'll kind of walk up to the, the smorgasbord that we have set up here. And I'll kind of hold Thaddeus' head, still inactive. Not, I'll just be like, all right, all right, buddy. So I don't know if you know much about breakfast food, but there are some foods that you want to stay away from. See these? And I'll point to like some like cream pastry stuff. And like, that's, you don't want that. You see these? And I'll point to the bread. And I'm like, oh, that that's better. Be like, that's kind of helpful. But you really want, and I'll point to the fruit and be like, these, these will keep you keep you going. And it'll wake you up real good. And I'll reach out. And uh, I'm, can I grab like uh, like some of the fruit, like an apple? Yeah, there is one apple remaining. <laughs> okay. And uh, you can- Perfect. There, there's one apple sitting there on the table. Um, and you can take that last apple with you uh, on oh. your day. Is there anything else you want to um, grab from yeah, here? Or so just... I'll, I'll reach out like, oh, one left forest. And I'll grab it and I'll like try and affix it in his mouth. So it's kind of like stuck in his mouth, like he's like he's chomping on it. Hold that for me, bud. And I'll grab a few more things and like pile them on his head. Maybe grab a thing of bread and uh, <laughs> I'll turn so he's not seeing. 
I'll look down at I'll look down at his head, and then I'll look back, and I'll grab a pastry as well, and then I'll run over to the table <laughs> and start scarfing okay. down some food. Awesome, cool. Um, so yeah, with a full belly um, and uh, Thaddeus underneath your arm, you finish your breakfast and uh, are heading out. So. Um, are you going directly to a tavern? Is there anywhere specifically you want to go? Yeah, I think um, I think with uh, with my buddy, I'll kind of like s- start walking out and be like, all right, so the plan is to find a sentinel or a recruit. I don't know, but probably a sentinel. And to do this, I'm basically teaching, <laughs> teaching Thaddeus as he's turned off and not even able to hear this. But I'm just like talking to him because there's none of my party members around. <laughs> So we're going to try and go to the taverns and see if we can find any, any symbols, logos, or anything like that. And you'll know when you see them. And I'll start walking to the closest one of the taverns that I marked um, in my mind. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. So you walk out of the inn. Um, you take a right. Um, it's sort of in the direction of one of the closer taverns. And um, you're walking down the street. And there are shops on either side of you. There's... Uh, lively conversation and um, you're walking down the street and all of a sudden on the right just sort of out of nowhere it's like shop shop and then gallows you see um, set up there you see three hanging nooses you see two of them are empty and the one in the middle is occupied you see hanging there some sort of humanoid creature you can't tell exactly what race because they have a bag over their head they're in these deep purple robes that are sort of layered and you can see a sign on their uh, hanging from their neck in common it says spy and you read you read dwarvish right and uh, directly below that in dwarvish it says criminals beware Mm. um as soon as I notice that there's someone actually hanging on the gallows I will put my hands over the inert Thaddeus's eyes cover them up as we walk by. Oh, you don't want to see this, buddy. And um, I'll kind of make note of the attire um, and uh, kind of read those scrawlings on that. Um, look around a little bit as I pass. I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to continue to walk at a normal pace um, towards the um, tavern or location that I was going to first. Um, but as I walk by, I'd like to look around and see um, is anyone around the gallows? Is anyone doing anything to this body? Um, or, or are they bringing new people up or anything like that? Um, no. The, there doesn't seem to be any current activity um, with the people who are walking in the street. Um, people are sort of walking, but they are giving a pretty wide berth to the gallows. The, the, the street itself is getting kind of crowded at this point, but there is a like a 10 or 15 foot radius where people are just completely avoiding the gallows. Does it seem why? Um, and then looking too, you you'd see um, a dwarven guard in the same uh. sort of plate armor on either side, um, just sort of standing there keeping watch. Okay. Um, yeah, but it doesn't seem like anything's going on there right now. It just seems like the person's hanging. No current activity. No. Um, you get the you sort of feel like it's more of a warning than a current active scene. I'll continue on. Um, I'll make note of the attire that the guards are wearing. Just try and keep an eye out for them. 
Um, it seems like I want to stay away from them because it seems like that's what other people are doing. So I'll just try and blend in with the crowd and just kind of do the social norms and stay away from the guards, but make my way towards the tavern. Shady tavern. Okay. Um, all right. As you make your way towards, um, there's a there's sort of a little grouping of um, taverns and, and shops. So, um, since there are a couple of taverns in this little area, I'm going to have you make an investigation check for me to see if you can find any of this symbology. Okay, so... Investigation! Um... Do I have any, like, bonuses to this? I feel like I... Uh, just, uh, whatever your investigation bonus is. Uh, <laughs> nine. <laughs> nine? All right, um, you look around and you sort of... Wait, am I supposed to be rolling at advantage for something? For intelligence, Jack. Ah, wait, is that... That's intelligence, right? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, much better! Uh, 17... 19. 19, okay. Um... So you are looking around and um, you sort of sweep the perimeter of the first tavern and you don't really get a sense that uh, this is probably a little bit too popular of a place. Um, You move on to the next tavern and uh, it's just sort of the right amount of CD (laughs) um, where, you know, like things haven't really been cleaned in the last week or two. Um, some questionable characters are, are coming That's in and it. out. That's the spot. And um, you look around, and as you sort of just sort of peek into an alleyway, um, you see down sort of near the street level, carved into the wood of the side of this tavern. It all it's sort it's almost too small to to carve an actual dragon, so it's more of just a plain C yep. with a line through it. I'll go up and I'll. I'll, I'll look around first to see if anyone's watching. Um, make a perception or insight okay. check. Perception. That is a total of twenty. And as I do, I look down at Thaddeus's inert head. Shh. Look around to see if I see anyone. Definitively, no one's looking at you. You just look like a halfling that just kind of popped down an alleyway and are looking at a wall. Great. People are really aren't Great. interested in I it. will point the, uh, subtly point the symbol out to Thaddeus. This is what we're looking for. That means that there's a sentinel around here somewhere. Um, and I'll look around, look down the alleyways once again. Uh, I'll look more at the symbol to look if there's like any additions, like dots or anything that would... Let me know what the status of this symbol is, if there is any. Um, yeah, so you look at it, and um, you can see these sort of slight engraving dots around it. Um, and you sort of look at their position and um, the way that they're situated around it, and um, it looks like there. you can read that... There is a sentinel currently stationed in this city, um, and that uh, is pretty much all you get, is that this is currently an iron-light-protected city. Um, doesn't really tell you exactly where the sentinel is, but that there is there should be one in the vicinity. Hmm. Do I remember um, 
from my training what I do next, because Russ, I'm not really sure, but I, I feel like maybe Flynn might know, like, okay, once I find a symbol, like, do I go to the tavern it was written on and wait? Uh, you know what? That's what I'll just do. Uh, I'm going to go into the tavern and kind of just sit down. And, I'll go into the tavern. See what happens when I go into the tavern. Okay. Um, yeah, so you walk into the tavern. Um, you see a, uh, behind the bar, you see a tiefling man um, just serving up some morning drinks to people. Um, you see a couple of like hot beverages being passed out. Um, and you see a couple of like um, questionable, possibly alcoholic drinks being passed out early Sir, morning. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah the, the patrons of this bar are, or this tavern at this point are um, mostly dwarven. You do see a couple of more tieflings. You see a couple of furbolgs. And um, that's that's kind of the extent of the crowd in here. You uh, you actually do see a couple halflings too. Oh, cool. Um, uh, a, a good portion of this population of this city are halflings. Oh, that's cool. Um, so I'll walk in and I'll go up to the barkeep. Um, and again, what uh, did you say they were a dwarf? A uh, tiefling. Okay. I will say. Hey, good morning. Um, when I was walking. To oh, this is Thaddeus, <laughs> and I'll hold him up. And he kind of like ching ching as I hold him up. I was walking by the gallows, and there was someone hanging there in some purple robes. I'm, I'm curious. Oh, I'm Flynn, I'm Flynn Fellowy, by the way, part of the Iron Light Collective. <laughs> oh wait. Anyway, um, there was a, there was a person hanging there, and I'm curious what that's about. Yeah, they were a, a spy. I mean, that's 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 what I read on there. Got it. And what's your name, sir? I'm Zyra. Zyra? Yeah, well, Zyra. Great to meet you, Zyra. This is Thaddeus. Hey. I'm Flynn Fellowweave, and I'm part of the Iron Lake Collective. Pleasure to meet you, Flynn. Right. What can I get for um, you? Well, is it is it uh, DM? Is it hot right now? Is it hot out? Um, it's. Uh... The sun's out. I mean, it's not yeah. hot. No, it's sort of uh, like seventies, mid seventies. Um, yeah. Could I get something to wake me up? I'm a little tired. I slept in today, and all my friends are gone. So, well, not all of them. And I'll again lift up Thaddeus, but most of them. Um, I guess I need to wake up a little bit, and then maybe go find him. Yeah. You want me to get you something that'll wake you up? I got something that'll wake you sure. up. Sure, that'd be great. How much is it? All right. Um, well, depends how much you want. Um, you want to be awake or you want to be like really awake? Really awake. That's going to be like five gold. Okay, pieces. sure. And I'll pull out five gold without even questioning it. Slam it on the table. Wake me up. Shit. All right, man. Shit. Your funeral. <laughs> and he, uh, he, uh, walks over to the bar and reaches up sort of near the top shelf and brings a, uh, uh, unlabeled bottle down, <laughs> puts a glass down, pours some, and uh, it's a very, very dark liquid, and uh, slides it over to you. Thaddeus, do you want to do you want to try it first? Shake him a little bit. Okay, and I'll just take it. And I'll smell it. You, your nose is immediately like the hairs inside of your nose are singed. It smells like 
I mean, just straight alcohol <laughs> and like just stupid amounts of sugar. I'll look up to my wonderful tiefling bartender. You sure this is gonna wake me up? It smells just like a like an alcoholic drink. Yeah, it gets me going every morning. Well, all right. And I'll take a sip. I still don't really know if I trust it. As as soon as it hits your lips, like it burns. <laughs> um, I mean, it doesn't like hurt you, but it's it's kind of painful to go down. <laughs> That's really good. And I'll kind of walk over to a table and sit down. Okay. And like in a table, like I've been taught by the collective, like find a table in the corner, brooding. Mm-hmm. But I'm doing a shit job of it. <laughs> and I'm like, I take a sip every few minutes and you just hear in the corner. <coughs> but I'm trying my best to be brooding and, and cool. Um, but I will eventually finish the drink over the next few minutes. Okay. Um, as you are finishing the drink, um, make an insight check for Sure. Me. As you're looking over the group of patrons here. Um, ooh, very good. Uh, 18 plus two, a uh, total of 20. Hi. I means I'm going to roll okay. a little later. Great. <laughs> <laughs> total of 20. So the drink is sort of distracting you for the moment. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh yeah, that's right. I got to start looking around. So you look around and sure enough in the back corner, someone who you had looked at, but then sort of glazed over, you didn't really consider them much. Um, you look at them again, and it is pretty much the telltale signs of a, a sentinel. Um, a really? lone, a lone figure in the corner, in the you know dark, shaded corner, no torches near them, um, dark cloak, hood up, and uh, you can see them just uh, spinning a gold coin on the table, making a little ding, that's so cool. Um, so once I notice this, have I finished the drink? Do I feel energized? And like, am I done with that? Um, you are done. You don't really feel the effects right mm-hmm. now. You feel like you might later. Oh, oh goodness. Well, when, regardless, when I, I, I forget about the drink, I set it down. I notice my compatriot sitting at the other end of the bar, spinning a gold coin. I'm like, man, see, Thaddeus, that's what I want to be like. And I like try and s- straighten up and focus and really look brooding. Uh, I'll um, look down at my arm and I'll just kind of like reveal it and I'll put it on the table and kind of like a really cool like in a way that he can see there's tattoos on it or they can see that there's tattoos on it and just hold my arm there so that, so they can see that like I got the tattoos and I just kind of sit there and kind of look off in the distance with my hand out there like that and uh, as you have your arm out um, you are you sort of just glance over towards the man in the cloak and you just for a brief instant see a little flurry with his fingers and another second passes and you can feel almost as if someone is grabbing your sleeve you can feel some sort of force sort of take hold of your sleeve and slide it back down your arm covering your (laughs) tattoos once more that's so cool um I noticed that came from him, though. Most likely, yeah. I'll uh, <laughs> fix it, push it down, push my other one down, kind of stand up, 
kind of like walk towards the door nonchalantly and kind of turn over and look at where the person's sitting. Not really sure what to do. I'll go back up to the bar. <laughs> As you turn around to, to start walking up to the bar, um, your path is interrupted by a chair sliding out right in front of you <laughs> as um, he, under the table, sort of kicks the chair out and slides it over towards you, offering you a seat. In, in, in my mind, I'm like, oh, man, that's cool. And I'll, I'll kind of look at it, kind of just like, oh, man. And I'll go sit in it, sit down and kind of like do the squeech, squeech it up, you know, and, and right. make really loud noises. Sit down. Hi. And at this point, you hear coming from the man. <laughs> what are you doing? You got to keep those keep those tattoos covered up. Right. I, you know, I'm terrible at that. I mean, Victor always said, you know, I got to keep it low key. But I don't. I mean, I don't know. I like. I just. I don't know what it is. Hi, I'm Flynn Fellowy. No by way. the way, you know, you know Victor. Yeah. You know Victor? Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, we came up together. No way. Yeah. He didn't talk much about like where he came from or anything, so that's cool to meet someone that knew him before. What's your name? My name is Balin. Balin. It's, it's very nice to meet you, Flynn. Yeah. We don't get too many, uh, we don't get too many, uh, let's call them like-minded folk around here. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I saw, I saw the marking on the back of the building here, and I, I kind of knew that there was one of them. One of us here, or one of hey. you here. I'm not. I'm not an us yet. Man, it's, it's doing its job. Oh, you. I should have known. You ain't. Uh, you ain't full fledged yet, are you? Not yet. No, I don't have. I don't have everything yet. But. I should have known by the. Uh, and he sort of shrugs his shoulder, and a little bit of his over cloak comes off, and just underneath you can see a little tuft of fur attached to the green cloak that is the the uh, symbol of a sentinel of the iron light one day one day I have one of those kind of like touch my shoulder so what are you doing here oh you know a bit of this bit of that cool. doing my job mostly well, what are going- you doing here I think that's the more interesting question well honestly I don't even know at this point I, I, we're following we're following a group and we're kind of Trying to figure out something with, and I like whisper for the first time. You know the Hologuard? I don't know if you know the Hologuard, but apparently they're tracking some of my friends, and they're dangerous. There's also these crystals. We're trying to get to the bottom of it. Do you know anything yeah, about Hologuard that? Hologuard is kind of bad news. I should try and stay clear of them, just because when normally when I've come across them, they uh, they come in numbers. It seems so. You know, me just out here by my lonesome. I try and, uh, you know, keep my cool and don't attract any attention from them. Right. You said your name was Balin again, right? Balin, yes. Balin Corvell. Um, and DM, when I'm looking at this person, what do they look like? Now that I'm closer, like. Yeah, so at this point, you're just able to sort of look underneath the hood um, and you see a, uh, like a pretty filled in five o'clock shadow. Um, you see. Uh, very obviously humanoid features. This is someone of the stature of a human or an elf. Um, And underneath you see just very slightly pointed ears. um, That of a half-elf. 
and as as you're sort of looking over their face, you can see um, sort of like these road weary features. You can see um, like dirt and grime that's just been like over the years just pushed and pummeled into their skin. So, how's it been? How long have you been here? Oh, I've been here for, oh, how long has it been? 11, 12 years? Wow. Yeah, been quite a while. Well, is there anything I could do to help? You know, I I think there might just be something that you can uh, help me out with, Flynn. You, uh, you want to go on a hunt? Do I? Can Thaddeus come? Yeah. Yeah, I I was going to say you do know that that creature is deceased, right? They are no longer conscious. What do you mean? You are aware of this, correct? No, I'm, I it was talking it was talking yesterday. It's fine. Oh, all right. Well, just keep those voices to yourself and uh we can we can move on from there. Um could I I, I was going to I was going to hire table? Oh yeah, yeah. Go for it. And I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna try and do the turn on thing where I turn it on. You said I okay. Could, so for are you turning minutes, it on for just ten minutes? Just 10 minutes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so you flip one of the switches, and um, you hear sort of within the head as the eyes begin to glow purple and sort of spark to life. You hear within the head. Oh man. Good. How, how how are you doing, Thaddeus? Good. Pretty good nap. Right. Well, are you hungry? I gave you an apple earlier, but you weren't really chewing it, so I just ate it myself. I think I I can sort of. Yeah. Did you put food in my mouth? I can sort of taste where in order for uh. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Is that okay? Like I didn't. Is that all right that I did that? Yeah. Sure. I don't really eat too much, but when what I do, do it's kind of. What do you eat? I mean, pretty much. I, well, now that I am a little lighter than I used to be. I don't really eat as much. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, just sort of this and that. Depends what I can get my hands on. And then remembering that Balin's here, I'll look up at him. See? Oh, shit. I'll push Thaddeus All towards right, well, him. He's alive. He- hello, friend. Are you, um, are you also on your way to becoming a, uh, a sentinel? Or are you just along for the ride? Oh, I don't. Uh, well, apologies. I don't know. I don't know what that is. But um, I'm. I'm just here. Well, this is one of my new friends here, so I'm just going along with him. I guess I can't really go anywhere by myself. Oh well. Uh, well, then I guess you're going to be along for the ride today, uh, Flynn. I, I assume he's coming along with us. Yeah, if he can, and I'll kind of at that. I'll scoop him up under my arm again. Um, and I'll try and figure out a way to affix him to my uh, backpack. Okay. Um, yeah, there so he's are actually off the back or something. just like the way that he his head is designed. There are a couple of like metal, um, like metal slats mm-hmm. on the sides, sort of where his ears would be. Theoretically, you would be able to like loop a piece of fabric or leather strap through that and affix it to your backpack. Sure. I'll uh, do that, make sure it's secure, tighten it up. Well, all right, Balin. Um, 
ready for my first hunt. Oh, shit, you're first. All right. Well, I guess with a sentinel, I don't really know. I'm kind of just following along. Well, that's kind of what you got to do until you uh, can take your first steps. Yeah. Uh, Victor always said improvise. Hey, is the number one rule. All right. Um, If you're, I'm ready to go. Let's, uh, let's head on out and uh, get ourselves set. Yeah. What are we hunting today? Um, Well, I uh, got a little communique this morning that uh, told me that there were some uh, creatures coming out of a cave nearby. So I thought we could go over and, uh, you know, kick some ass, take down whatever needs to be taken down, you know, the iron light way. Yeah. Sounds good. Let's go. Toddy, is he ready? Yeah. I'm ready to go. I'm excited to see what today has in store for us. Awesome. And I I say that over my shoulder as he's now on my back. And All right, let's go. And uh, I stand up and walk out the door okay. forgetting that I need to follow Balin and I turn around after I get outside wait for him <laughs> okay so um, <laughs> you uh, you wait for Balin and he sort of takes the lead and he is at this point he puts his hood all the way up um, even if you're trying to look for his face you can barely see it he's sort of weaving in and out of the crowds and as you're following directly behind um, I will do my best to imitate exactly what he does. So as soon as he puts his hood okay. up and turns and starts going, I put my hood up and I, I start weaving and bobbing and just trying to basically mimic what he does. Okay, awesome. Um, so yeah, you are kind of step in step trying to, to see what he's doing, mimicking his style. And before you know it, you are at the outer edges of the city. Um, and as you guys approach the outer edge, there is a sort of a a wall barrier to the outer edge of this city. Um, But you guys are heading west, so you guys are heading sort of away from the war front. So you guys are on the opposite side of the city, so you can see there is definitely a lot less security here Mm. than when you came in. Yeah. Um, And uh, as you guys walk, um, Balin walks past the guard, and right as the guard is about to say something, he sort of flashes him a little paper you can't quite see what's on the paper, but then the guard sort of backs down and nods his head and lets Balin, you, and Thaddeus walk out. And as soon as you walk out of the city and past these walls, you see it opens up into a beautiful forest. Um, you can see a pretty big path um, that looks pretty well uh, well walked in front of you. And uh, you guys continue on the path into the forest. Um Immediately, you're hit with the sounds of the forest. It goes from the sounds of a city to the sounds of a forest with birds chirping um, and leaves rustling on your left and on your right. After a little while walking on the path, um, Balin sort of looks down the path one way, looks down the path the other way, sees that no one's coming, and then dips back into the woods and falls back into the trees and starts walking off of the path. And you follow him for a little bit. And after about another 20 minutes of walking through the forest, um, over these li- stepping over these little creeks every once in a while, um, seeing a deer run across your view every once in a while, um, you finally come up to a very well-hidden camp. Um, you can see sort of uh, draped across a couple trees a tarp, and you can see the remains of what used to be a campfire that was probably put out a couple nights ago, and some supplies. Uh, just sort of spewed around around this camp. Um, He takes a couple minutes. He takes his overcloak off, fully revealing his sentinel garb. Um, You can fully see 
very reminiscent of what Victor wore, um, sort of in a similar style. You can fully get a view of Balin's um, long hair sort of pulled back into a tight braid and a knot in the back of his head. Um, as he puts down his overcoat, he puts down uh, some more of his supplies, picks up his two swords, sheaths them in his belt, picks up his longbow, throws it over his shoulder, picks up his crossbow, puts it on his hip, <laughs> turns to you and says, all right, I think we're all situated. Um, so there's uh, a cave that's here further west, but looking at you, I think it'd be interesting to let you let you take the reins on this one. What do you think about that? Well, sure. I mean, yeah, that sounds awesome. Victor wouldn't let me do okay. that. Well, um, Victor is a stick in the mud. And, um, <laughs> don't let him hear uh, you say that. Well, I'll say it to his face. I don't care. Um, it, I kid. Victor's a good guy. Um, I was told that I'll tell you what I was told, and then I'll let you figure it out. All right. All right. There's a cave off to the west here, just outside of Solaris. Um, and some hunters and some poachers have been claiming that creatures of the Underdark have been spewing out. Um, and that's all that I was told. So, Flynn, find me a cave. Yes, sir. And I'll start walking and then realize that maybe I should sit down and think for a second. So then I sit down and pull out my bag and like go through my monster book and realize I don't have anything about this and I close it and kind of fumble a little bit and I'm just like think to myself like improvise 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 and I get my stuff get back up and start walking to the west and start looking for a cave okay um okay so I'm gonna have you make either a survival or a nature check oh boy which one's better um survival or nature you said Ooh, survival. Ooh, uh, 15 plus uh, 19 total. Uh, 19 total, nice. So um, you are, at first, you're like flipping through your book. You're trying to find something that you can sort of latch onto. And then once you reach into that improvisational space in your head, um, you just start moving. And Balin follows right behind you, sort of step in step. The way that you were following him through the city, he is now following you. And you are sort of looking. It's tough to see where you're going just with the density of the trees here, but you start to feel beneath your feet the um, ground shifting. Sort of there's a, there is, seems to be a higher elevation off to your right and a lower elevation off to your left. So you start looking around and, and you're sort of getting a lay of the land and you see a couple of hills, um, sort of like this, this more hilly area where the trees seem to rise up a little bit more. And that's probably where a cave entrance would be. So you start heading over that way. It gets a lot more rocky um, as you approach. And soon enough, you are able to find the mouth of this cave. Um, It opens up. It's about a 20-foot wide entrance. And it immediately descends into darkness. Once I get to the cave, I'll kind of look back and kind of Give a smile. Hey. Give a little thumbs up. That's how you get it done, Flynn. I'll look around. Um, I'll look for tracks. I'll look for any kind of 
fur that's been scraped off on the walls. Any kind of sign of anything running in out of this cave. Okay. Um, make a... I'm going to say this one's either survival or investigation. Investigation. Because I have advantage. Because of the fortune teller. That's what it was, right? Yep. Uh, first roll was better. Uh, 17 uh, investigation. Kind of 17 investigation. Okay. Um, as you feel on the walls of this cave, um, you feel your fingertips sort of run over this rough patch and you can see these lines that have been dragged through the rock itself. Um, Looking at them, they don't seem to be like one individual claw. It's not like one big claw that made these marks, Mm -hmm. but it looks like just the way that they're sort of zigzagged, it looks like one claw at a time. How high up are they um, when I'm standing there? Are they like... They're um, right at about your chest height. Oh, so okay. They're not four feet high. off the ground? Yeah. Thank you, though. It's kind of like three, so saying four or makes three. me... Or three. No, no, no. Okay, there you go. Four sounds great. <laughs> three um, to four feet. We'll say three yeah, to four feet off yeah. the ground. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of feel these up. I'll kind of motion to Balin. I get him to come over and take a look at it. What do you... What do you think? What do you think about these? Interesting. Wow. I know what I think. I want to know what you think. Individual. And again, they're they're one scrape and then a separate scrape, like multiple different. Yeah, the, it's like. Claws. So it's it. What you can see right now uh-huh. is four long scrapes along this, but they're not all parallel with each other. Mm. So they start at different points and they end at different points. So it's not like there were four claws on a singular hand that scraped this. Right. It looks like w- something individual. Right. Well, I don't really know. I mean, it looks kind of like separate, like almost like a like a beak, maybe. maybe this thing scratched it, its mouth. I'd say beak is a pretty good guess. I look at the ground. I, do I notice any tracks or prints or footprints or anything? Or, no. um, yeah, you do. Uh, with that pretty good roll, um, you see a couple of different sets of tracks. Um, you see um, all coming from inside the cave, leaving the cave. You see two sets of individual humanoid footprints. Hmm. You see tracks of for these individual ones I'm going to have you make a nature check for me and then can you also remind me what sort of creatures you have written in your in Flynn's guide so I have uh, displacer beasts dragons owlbears wolves trolls and goblins added giant spiders and water weirds okay so because of that ooh um, you don't even have to make a roll. Nice. You see specific tracks for giant spiders coming out. Nice. And you also see tracks for a third creature that you don't recognize. Um, and it's like in this weird, it's like this three-toed claw almost. 
almost sort of reminding you kind of of the way that Shreya's claws are, mm. his feet are, um, but bigger and like more meaty than that. Yeah, so I'll have my book out and I'm kind of flipping through and I notice the spiders. Point that out to, to Balin. Well, I know what those are. I don't really know what those are. Look bigger. And I'll look at like all the tracks and notes that I have about like, I don't know, owlbears, but that doesn't that doesn't fit. That's not right. I'll look at the wolves and that no, that doesn't that doesn't look right. Guess we'll just have to find out. Yeah, I was gonna say there's only one way to see. It's the fun, right? Yeah, I'd say so. My favorite part. I know we're in the of it. I know we're in the middle of this, but what was Victor like? He was training up with you. He was always very serious. He was always uh, a guy to you know put his head down, do the work, and get it done. He never had any uh, notions of enjoying his work. As I put the book away and put it in my bag and stand up, get ready to walk. Yeah, it seems like a lot of people in the Iron Lady like that. Yeah. Seem well, too serious. You know, you do the job for a while and it changes you. It's not going to change me. Doesn't seem to have changed you either. No. I I, I like to keep my spirits high cuz what's 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 the fun if you're not having fun, you know? Hmm. Exactly. I start more of a skip in my step walking down the path tracking okay. the I will I will follow as best I can the path the tracks that I am unfamiliar with after you know scribbling them down in my book kind of mm-hmm. like starting For the sure. process of taking notes of whatever this creature is okay um so as you start going down into this cave do you have dark vision uh, I do not as a halfling I don't believe halflings do I don't believe so um so as you are descending down into the cave um Balin sort of taps you on the shoulder and he says, I, uh, I don't really have much need for this, but I picked this up at camp because I thought you might, uh, might come in handy. And he, uh, flips you a small little vial of a, uh, looks like a pink potion. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, might help you see a little bit better down here. Without, like, hesitation. Nice. Appreciate it. I knock it back. And um, as you knock it back, you feel like the warmth of it going down your throat. And then that warmth then comes back up into your head and sort of into the back of your eyes. And it almost stings. And then it turns into sort of like this throbbing pain in the back of your eyes, almost like a migraine that's just like beating the back of your eyes. And then it subsides. And as you open your eyes again, you now have dark vision. As I open my eyes, woo! Man, that was that was a lot worse than that drink I had earlier. Yeah, I don't have too much of those, but uh, I know they hit you pretty hard. I, I haven't seemed to have any effects of it yet, but that... Thank you, though. It hurt, but hey. Gonna get the job done, right? Hey, <laughs> that's what we're here to do. I give him, like, a kind of playful punch in the, in the, in the calf. No, thigh. Kind of like, yeah... Start walking down more. All right. Um, Cool. So as you are going down um, into the tunnels and into the caves, it is mostly a singular path for the most part um, until you hit a fork in the road. Um, One path goes right and one path goes left. 
I'll get down. Uh, I'm going to do two things. One, I'm going to listen to both paths for, you know, 30 seconds, 30 seconds. And I'm also going to see what, if any, what tracks are going down which path. Okay. Um, make another either survival or investigation. Advantage on the investigation. Ooh, two thirteens. So I think that's uh, 15. Yep, 15. 15, okay. Um, so you, once again, run your hand over the side of the cave wall um, and touch the rocks. And on either side, you can feel those same sort of scratches um, going down the rock. Same exact thing that was up top. And after a moment of listening, you can start to hear down in the cave. You can hear something echoing off the walls. The sound is just bouncing off and just able to hit your ears. It's like this screeching, like a, almost like a, a bird squawking. Not like a, a songbird, but like almost like a crow. Hmm. Which path? The one to the right. And do I see any tracks or anything on the ground? Yes. You see the exact same tracks. Um, the exact same three sets of tracks. Pull up my book again quick. Write a few notes in it. Squawks like bird. Draw the prints again. Close it. Put it back in my satchel. Look back at Balin. All right. Ready? I'm ready to go. And I'll uh, look at him, and I notice that he doesn't have his backpack on. Right? Yeah, he's just got his swords, his longbow, and his crossbow. Take my backpack off with Thaddeus's head, with my weapons, everything, and I will leave it at that fork. Okay, are you not taking any weapons with you? Nope. I'm going to okay. take my weapons, and I'm going to look at him and be like, I'm more nimble this way. Okay. Uh, not the smartest decision you made today, Flynn. I think I'll be all right. And I'll kind of, like, rub my tattoos with my hands. All right. You got more confidence than I do. All right. Let's go. And I'll head down. Okay. But stealthily, I'm going to go sneaky, because now I'm hearing this thing. We're sneaking. I want to start crouching and stuff. Okay. Um, I'm going to have you make a stealth check for me. Sure. All right. I'm rolling well, which is scary for when something happens. Uh, that is a, oh yeah, it's another total of 20. 16 total of 20, yeah. nice. <laughs> um, you are all moving completely silently. Also, Thaddeus was on your backpack. Are you leaving Thaddeus? Um... I, if I can retcon, I will put him under my, I will, I will bring him. Okay. I, yeah, I will bring him yeah, under my arm, sure. like a, like the basketball, and I will, he's not, how long does it take to activate him? Um, it is an action to activate. Okay. I'll get a little closer before I activate, but I will, if you allow it, I'll, I'll say that, sure, I bring Thaddeus okay. under my yeah, arm. Yeah, 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 for sure, cool. for sure. Um, okay, so you creep your way closer and closer to where you hear these squawks. And as you're moving down, the squawks continue. And eventually, you're also able to hear a voice. Maybe maybe two voices? 
Mm. You're not sure, but from a, a, a distance, quite a, a ways away, you can hear. Just leave it. Come on, no, keep firing. No, I. It's it's almost there. Please, just give me one more moment. Do I do I see anything? Just ahead, there's a little bit of a, a curve in the path, um, and you can just barely see a little bit of light um, coming from around the bend. I'll, I'll stop before we go around the corner and I will set Thaddeus down on the floor, tinker with him, and turn him on for ten minutes. Okay. And he pops to life once again. And as soon as he pops, shh, 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 shh. Give him like the shush. What are we What are we doing? I don't know. Shit, we're in it now. Yeah, we're in it. Hey, welcome back, buddy. Thanks. Um, yeah, what, do you want to bring me up to up to speed? Yeah, or? so, um, we went down in the cave. There's some kind of screeching bird thing. Um, and now there's there's people talking in the pathway, so I figured now's the time to wake you up. Okay. What, what do you do? Um, well, in this state, I don't really know. If I could do much, I think I'm sort of limited, but I think I can I think I can cast some of the spells that I used to be able to cast. Probably not all of them, but I think I can cast a few. Okay, well, I'll let you figure out it whenever we get in there. You just kind of do whatever you feel like is right. Okay. Is there any way that I can hook him to my back by any chance? No, you no. would have to keep him. That's fine. You would have to hold oh. him. Shove him under my armpit again, and all right, buddy, be quiet. It's almost closed. Just give me one more moment. No, that means we gotta go. And I hurriedly get up to the corner and kind of see what's going on. Hearing that. Okay. Um, as you round the corner, uh, you see a couple of things. Oh boy. You see. No, no. Opening up. Um. <laughs> The glow that you could see from around the corner was a river of lava that is a couple hundred feet down. Um, You can see the rock in front of you um, falls away, and there are a couple of these long pathways um, in front of you. Mm -hmm. You can see that you're on a pretty stable edge of the, the cave right now, and you can see on the other side of this cavern the tunnel continues. There are a couple of points where some rock is still sort of uh, still in place, but most of it has fallen out connecting the two. Um, You can see across these points where some of the rock is still standing, there are bridges in between these these rickety wooden bridges. Um, But across the way, you can see two drow. Um, And one of them right next to the this this um, gate that they're attempting to close is trying to pull this lever it's this massive lever and you can see they're they're just they're trying to pull it down with all of their might and as they pull this lever down more and more the gate also closes and this gate portions off a little outcropping of this cave you can see uh, probably a countless number of giant spiders oh, in there as the drow is trying to close this gate shut, 
as these spiders are all writhing around. You can see a second drow firing his bow and arrow at two hook horrors that are on these bridges. On the rocks in between you and the other side of the cave, you can see these two hulking creatures. Each of them have um, a couple of arrows shot into their shoulder. One of them has got a couple in their leg. Um, But these creatures are nasty looking. They are purple. They have this purplish um, skin with like this, this fur that almost turns into feathers on their backs. They've got these hooks on their hands that look like bones jutting out of their arms Ugh. to create these massive uh, nasty hooks. They've got completely white eyes. They have got these beaks that come out of their front of their mouths that look like they could they could rip your head off in one bite. And you can see their feet are in the exact same shape that you had uh, noticed earlier, the Mm. one unknown creature. So, with that, the one drow that is firing the bow and arrow at uh, at the hook horrors turns to the other one that's trying to close the gate with the spiders, and he says, Just leave them! They're not worth it! Come on, let's go! As uh, the drow who's trying to pull the lever down lets go of the lever and dips with the other drow into the cave opposite of you. You can see at this point the lever is holding steady, but it's not all the way closed yet. As these hook horrors with arrows stuck in them turn around and notice you have entered the cave. I'm going to have you roll initiative. No! So essentially they ran farther away deeper down the cave and I have these hook horrors and potentially some spiders impeding my progression down this cave. Exactly. Got you. How how high up are these bridges and, and walkways before you hit the lava? Um, three to four hundred feet. Oh, these things go down. down. Yeah, this is a ways oh, down. Okay, got it. Um, all right. Um, so my initiative was uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Initiative here. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have you roll for Thaddeus. Sure. I'm going to roll and then you just add whatever you need to add. Rolling really well. <laughs> I got a 17 plus whatever you want to add. Oh, wow. Okay. It's going to come bite me in the butt. I know it. Okay. So with that, um, Flynn, you are up first. You get the top of the initiative. So you see this gate holding the spiders back is not all the way closed. And you can see as the spiders are like writhing around in there, the gate starts to just barely inch its way up a little bit. Mm. What would you like to do? Um, and how close is this spider corral to the hook horrors? Um, the spider corral is on the other side of this cavern and the hook horrors are sort of on these rocks in the middle. Mm. I... I'm going to try, if I can notice that this 
potential corral of spiders is about to be unleashed, I'm going to try and make my way to there. So if there's a way for me to cross a bridge and not run into a hook horror and, and get around it, I'll use my movement. And I think I have like 25 feet. So okay. do that. And then so are you using your movement and your action. Um, sure. Okay, you would be able to run up to the edge of this cavern, cross one of these first, cross one of the first bridges, mm-hmm. sort of one of the shorter bridges, and just get to the other side where the rocks continue onto the other side. Hmm. Um. As I'm crossing, uh, <laughs> I don't know. This is kind of crazy. Um. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I said it. I'm going to do it. So then I will look down with whatever's left of my turn to Thaddeus. Can you do anything about those spiders? I don't know if I have the capabilities of doing anything about that right now. Okay, what about this guy? And I'll point to the core thing that's going to probably run up to me next. Um, I might be able to slow him down a little bit, but cool. do nothing it. damage-wise. Do it. And okay. that, that's my turn. Okay. Um, all right. So, next up is Thaddeus. What is Thaddeus going to do? Slow that mud down. So, um, you turn Thaddeus's head towards <laughs> yeah. the <before>. Yeah. <laughs> Get him! And, um... He is going to yell. Just, just stay right there. And the hook horror is going to have to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. As uh, Thaddeus's eyes light up even brighter purple. And the hook horror succeeds on, <sighs> on that. Thaddeus attempted to cast command mm-hmm. and the hook horror succeeded. And uh, Thaddeus sort of looks back at you and he goes, I tried. Hey, it's okay, buddy. It was worth a shot. Okay. Next up in the initiative is Balin. Here we go. Balin is going to grab his bow and arrow, his long bow, from his back. He's going to run up to one of these other bridges that's across, and he's going to um, make two attacks towards this hook horror. The first one succeeds, uh, nice. sinking an arrow deep into its shoulder. Get him. Four. Okay. And the next one also succeeds, um, uh, an arrow in the other shoulder, um, deep. And let me see, doing just as much damage. This hook horror um, did not enjoy that. But, Flynn, you do take note of the speed with which Balin is attacking. Hmm. Um, and you you sort of just see sort of what he's doing in order to, to keep himself faster than the competition. Huh. Next up, the two hook horrors. Uh, real quick, that was, he shot at yeah. the one that's farther away from me? He, yes. Okay, just make a check. Okay, cool. He shot at the one that's further away. So the one that's close to you mm. is going to 
run up mm. to you. And he's going to attack. Of course, of course. He's going to swing both of its bone claws at you. Sure. And as it swings, that first one is going to be a 7 to hit. 7 misses. And a 19 to hit. Uh, 19 does hit, and um, I'm going to let that go. Okay. Go yep. That is going to be... That is going to be 9 points. Ooh. Okay, these of... things hurt piercing damage as these hooks sink into your torso and jet themselves back out as the hook horror attacks you. The other one is going to attempt to flee away from Balin, having taken those two shots and ends its turn on the other side of the cavern seemingly awaiting you, sort of right in between you and where the giant spiders are. Cool, cool, cool. And as they do that, you look over towards the gate, and the gate inches up a little bit more, and you can see the writhing spider legs beginning to to move and sort of make their way underneath the gate and sort of make their way out. No spiders have escaped yet, as their torsos can't fit, but their legs are just sort of beginning to uh, to crawl out from underneath. Oh boy! All um, right, Flynn, what are you doing? Uh, well, this thing's on me, so I can't run away anymore. Um, I'm going to look at my hands and look at my tattoos and go, well, I guess it's time to try it again. And I'm going to move so I am in between, or I am basically flanking with the cliff uh, with, okay. this, with this hook horror. So I will go up back on the bridge a little bit. So right behind the hook horror is the cliff. And I will, as my action rub my fingers together you see the blue sigil tattoo on my arm glow I take that rippling energy tap 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 down my leg as I rise it up and channel that energy down and stomp my foot into the ground hard as I cast thunder wave and push it towards this hook or hopefully knocking him off this freaking cliff okay uh, what are you going to need from me um, I need please a constitution saving throw and it's a really low one but roll low okay let's <laughs> that that was a very roll low roll low roll that low. was a very low yeah! roll what is it um, that is a seven yeah! that is a five plus two that, oh, yes okay yeah so it, it fails he fails he's going okay. off the edge <laughs> so what happens so um, the energy pulses through and he takes where they take uh, 2d8. Uh, wow, double sevens. Uh, 14 points of um, thunder damage. However, um, if they fail, they also are pushed 10 feet away from me. Okay. Um, so, the Hookor takes the damage as it's blasted back uh, 10 feet and directly off of the cliff. <laughs> and you can see... As it's falling, its arms are like scraping against the rock and trying to grab something to latch onto, but it's unable to as it falls and falls and falls. And you can hear this screech as it's falling to the lava. It might take another round to actually fall to the lava. This is pretty high yeah. up, um, but it is on its way down. Yeah. Um, 
And I'll, uh, okay. I'll kind of like look at Thaddeus. Yeah, did you see that? That was so cool. And I'll look over at Balin. Balin, you see? And Balin just kind of gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> and uh, as he's notching another arrow. And I'll, um, I'll look back at the cage after I collect myself, uh, after staring down and watching this thing fall. Man. Oh, right. And I'll look over at the cage. Um, what's the state of the cage? Does it look like I'm going to be able to make it there in like two or two or three turns if I can get to it? Or am I going to not make it? Um, you're not sure exactly, but mm-hmm. it seems like the, the spiders pushing on the gate is opening it more exponentially. Does it look like if I wedge something, can I maybe wedge something above the lever? That might be too hard. Um... I will use my movement and get closer uh, as close as I can. Okay, so that was five feet to move to sort of side. So I got 20 feet to get closer. Um, 20. Uh, and I'll look down at Thaddeus. Hey, hey, bud, if you can do anything to this one, you know, do, you do your thing. You're doing great. Yeah. Um, can you throw me at him? Yeah. Can, DM, can I throw him at him if I have... Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna let you I will throw him at him. release him from my grasp and throw him towards uh, the hook bar. Roll him. Okay. Um, as you uh, toss Thaddeus's head midair, <laughs> yeah. um, you can see midair um, his eyes turn from purple to blue. As you can then all of a sudden see these sparks light up around his head, hmm. sort of taking the energy that is within him and making it external as this these zaps of lightning and electrical energy form around his head um and he's gonna cast well cast he's gonna use power surge oh boy as his head actually comes in contact and hits this hook horror <laughs> cool so that is a melee attack I'm going to say that this is Thaddeus's melee attack. Sure. Which hits. Nice. So um, on that on that contact, all the electrical energy spews forth from his head and is released onto the hook horror, which takes... Let's see. Ooh, this is kind of nasty. Eight points of lightning damage as the hook horror like seizes up for a second all this muscles tighten as this electricity is is uh shocked into its body and nice. thaddeus falls to the ground and sort of rolls away about <laughs> five feet away okay. from the uh the hook horror job, and as he lands yeah, i think that's about the extent of what i can do at this point it was awesome thank you <laughs> and i believe that's my turn and his turn <laughs> okay um Next up is uh, Balin, who is going to just sort of take a couple of steps forward, put his bow over his shoulder once again, put the arrow that he was holding back into his quiver, and stand there and put his hands behind his back as he watches you. That's so badass. <laughs> okay. Um, next up, the hook horror that is no longer there um is going to fall to his death as you hear that that squawking and screeching continue on and the scrapes of these bone claws against the rock you finally hear the squawks come to a silence with a 
Nice. As you can hear the body being disintegrated in the lava beneath you. Hmm. Um, the other Hokor, however, is going to run up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can he can make mm-hmm. it to you. Yeah. Um, and he's gonna make two more attacks with uh, or two attacks with the bone yeah, claws. Go for it. The first one is gonna be an eleven to hit. Uh, misses. And that's another nineteen to hit. Oh, that does hit. Okay. Let's see that damage. We have to. Uh, <laughs> no, we don't have to. We'll skip that this time. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. <laughs> that is eleven points of piercing. Oh, that's a lot this time. Okay, yeah, I'm fine. I'm great. I'm definitely not bloody now. Okay. Cool. All right. Um. Cool. So that's the hook horror's turn. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the round, these spiders are clawing to get out. Great. And one of them just barely squeezes its body through, almost like almost crushing its back legs as it gets out from this gate that is opening up more and more. One spider no. has escaped. Okay. With that, Flynn, what do you want to do? Does it can I tell if the spider looks like it's what it's looking at, like what its intent is? Does it look like it's going for me? Does it look like it's going for the, like, the hook horror? Does it look like it's going down the cave, maybe? Like, can I get a glean an idea Make where it's going? an insight check. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> I roll a one, so I'm going to re-roll and get a five. So that is seven. Seven. There's the spider. Rolls. You can't really tell. Nah, I figured. It's a spider. <laughs> Crap. Um, it's okay. got a bunch of eyes, and all of them are looking in different directions. You can't really tell where it's looking. Oh, boy. I could just try the same thing. I don't know if it's going to look twice. Um, I'm going to risk it and book it with my movement. And my action to get to the lever, I, if I okay. can. In order to do that, you would be taking a yep attack I, of opportunity. Yep, I understand. Okay, that attack of opportunity is. Uh, no, that doesn't hit. That's a six to hit. Yes, there we go. Wrist it, and it works. As the hook horse swings its hook around, uh, you're using your full fifty feet, right? I'm going to use my action and my movement to get to the lever. On the way, can I pick up Thaddeus? Is he like there-ish? Oh yeah, he's directly in your in your path. Am I able to just kind of scoop him up as I run by? Yeah, free action. I'll give you that as cool. a free action. And you come up right to this lever. It's a the the lever itself is probably the length of your body. I will set Thaddeus down so he's facing the spiders, including the one that's out, if I can. And I'm going to. I'm gonna burn my axe and surge. And. Oh, that's so stupid. Um, do I have anything else I can do? I'm gonna burn my action surge and just try okay. and jump on this lever and use my 30 or 40 pound body <laughs> to pull down on the lever and try and shut the gate. All right. 
Um, make an athletics check. Sure. I'm great at those. This is stupid. I was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> athletics? Yeah. Minus one. 17, so 16. 16. Okay. You are able to stop the the gate from coming down. Okay. Um, it's You're not able to make any progress on it. But it stops it from coming opening down more. Further. But it stops it from opening more. Uh-huh. Um, the spiders are still trying to get out. But at this point, the spider that got out was a little bit smaller. So it had a little bit of an easier time getting out. Okay. At this point, you don't think that these spiders are going to be able to... As long as you're holding on to mm-hmm. this lever, they're probably not going to be able to get cool. any more out. Thaddeus, do your thing! As I'm like, arm over this lever, trying to pull it down. That's my okay. turn. Cool. Um, Thaddeus looks up at you, and he says... All right, I can, I can give this another shot. Go for it. Stay where you are! <laughs> as he tries to cast a command again. And once again, the hook horror succeeds. <sighs> so, that hook horror succeeds on that. Um, cool. Next up in the initiative is Balin. Um, Balin, seeing that you're kind of struggling a little bit, <laughs> he sort of... I'm fine! Don't worry about it! Are, are you sure? I got this! Because I'm like visibly sweating. I'm totally fine. You're you're good. Okay, as long as you say so. And uh, you can see he um, had his both of his swords on his hip uh, sort of halfway unsheathed. Yeah. He sheathes them back again mm-hmm. and continues standing there. Next up is the hook horror and the spider. Mm-hmm. So the hook horror... Mm-hmm. Is not going to be able to make it to you. Great, that was what I was hoping for. The spider, however, is right there. Yeah, yeah. and um, they're going to step up to you and try to attack you. Yep, as you do. Okay, um, it is going to try and take a bite of you, mm-hmm. and that is a fourteen to hit. Uh, misses. Okay. Um, the spider lunges at you, but you're able to, you're like hanging off of this lever and you're just able to sort of like bring your feet up in time to escape the spider's lunge. Hell yeah. Um, with that, Flynn, you're hanging on this lever. What do you want to do? So when I move my feet to like get out of the way of the spider, could I use that as like, I'm going to ask for a lot here, <laughs> but could I like use that as momentum to kind of like get up on top of like in between the wall and the lever and then maybe use my leverage to like push with my feet to maybe get a better um i don't know like angle at it to make it easier so i'm using my whole body instead of like my arms i don't know yeah sure i'll let you do that make another athletics check um but because you're doing that i will make the dc a little bit lower okay cool all right here we go oh man we're running out of ideas here come on all right five a five you can feel yourself starting to slip and the gate starts to rise up once more. Does anything come out? Nothing comes out yet. Okay. But I'll uh, keep holding on to it for dear life. Um, and I will yell to Thaddeus. Uh, do something different. Okay. 
Okay, I'll, I'll try. Yeah, anything. You're, you're doing great, though. Do something different. Okay, so you told Thaddeus to do something different. Um, he is going to... Laying there on the ground. His eyes shift from purple to red Mm -hmm. as the glow behind them changes. And you can hear Thaddeus go, Nope. Sorry. What was that? I'm sorry. What did you do? I, I I tried to cast something, but I think I need my hands. Oh, boy. I'm kind of limited here in what I can do. All right. Okay. <laughs> and with that, um, seeing that the spider cage is starting to come up, Balin is actually going to intervene now. Ah, um, he is, uh, you look over at him for just a second, and he unsheathes, he's still on the other side of the cavern. Mm-hmm. He's still probably 100 feet away from you. You can see he unsheathes both of his swords, drives them into the ground, and vanishes. What? And after a split second, reappears right next to the hook horse. Oh, that's so freaking cool! (laughs) And as he appears, he takes two steps forward, and the hook horse is facing you. He teleported in on the opposite side of the hook horse. He teleported in on the hook horse's back. He, upon finishing his teleport, takes two lun- takes two steps forward, slides underneath the hook horror's legs. What? Uh, swings one of them at his ankles, which hits for a 22. <laughs> dealing eight points of slashing damage. Okay. And as the hook horror realizes that it um, just had its ankle slashed, um, Balin comes up with another swing of his sword, slashing at his throat. Which also hits. Nice. Um, doing an additional nine points of slashing damage <laughs> as this hook horror, like, stumbles back, um, just so injured. Um, Balin ends up right next to you. He goes, hey! Um, do you need any help? No, I, man, I got this. I'm doing great. That was cool, though. Okay, I, I appreciate that, but uh, I, I'll let you keep doing your thing. Yeah, can you teach me how to do that later? <laughs> sure, yeah. Cool. <laughs> As I pull down on the lever. <laughs> okay, and with that, um, the spider is going to lunge at you again with another bite attack. Cool. That's going to be a miss. Nice. This spider is not doing too good. Great, I love it. I mean, I assume a six misses. Yes, a six um, does <laughs> And then the hook horror is also... Actually... Yeah, Balin just attacked. It's going to attack Balin. And that is going to be a hit mm-hmm. and a miss. So the first swing of this hook horror hits Balin. Or let's see. That's 11 points of piercing damage as it gets him sort of right in the side. Uh Um, And you can see he winces for a second and then sort of gets his resolve back. Um, And that is their turn. Flynn. Man, this ain't working. This this lever ain't working. Um, 
I do something. I can't. If I let go, of the, I let go of the lever, they're gonna all come out. I can't let go. Of the lever. You don't know that for sure. Okay. All right. Um, come on, Flynn, let go of the lever. No. Let go of the lever, Flynn. No, I'm not gonna let go of the lever. I'm gonna try and push the lever down again with my action because that's worthwhile. Okay. Um, once again, because in the position that you're in, yeah, the DC I'm gonna try and use the whole leverage thing. I can't. Can I reach Thaddeus without letting go of the lever? No, I have, I have to let go. Yeah, yeah, I can't risk it. So I'm just gonna try one one more time. With I'm just gonna try and push with all my might, just with my feet, just push it in into this lever, back against the wall, just trying to push with all my might. Okay. Try and shut yeah. it closed. Make an athletics roll. Right. Roll high seven. <laughs> so six. Six. Yeah. It's it's creeping open once again. Crap. Um. Uh. Yeah, I don't have my I don't have anything in my bag because it's hard. That's my turn. Okay. Um, Thaddeus now laying on the ground right next to this hook horror. Mm. Um, you can see him like just sort of waving back and forth, <laughs> and he tries to get himself to roll over and he rolls over <laughs> and just barely touches the hook horse foot oh, okay and is gonna uh do a power surge Great. once again get him and that hits um as the hook horse entire body um once again seizes up but this time you can see like these scorch marks from the the lightning um move its way up its body almost as if the hook horse is like being cooked from the inside mm-hmm. as it then falls down dead nice Okay, um, Balin turns to you and he says, "Are you sure you don't need any assistance on that?" Listen, Balin, I got this. I'm to- I'm almost. It's almost. Yeah, it's almost there. I'm fine. And as this this spider is sort of moving around back and forth, he goes, "And do you want me to deal with that?" I mean, if you're not too busy, you you get, feel free. But I can handle it. All right, if you say so. I got this. And he takes his two swords and he sort of spins him with a flourish in his hand first attack towards the spider misses as he sort of swings at one of the legs but it reaches up with its leg um, missing it the second one hits though so he slashes at it for eight points of slashing damage against the spider nice but the spider is still fixed on you so it is going to try and take a bite attack sure and that is a 17 to hit. Yeah, that does hit. Okay. As its uh, mandibles lunge forward and sink into you, that is... Well, that was a one on the die. Nice. Uh, so that is four points of piercing damage. Okay. That hurts, but not as much as that other thing. And then, Flynn, it's your turn once again. <laughs> of course it is. Um, okay. Could I? I don't think I have any other abilities that can help shut a lever. Um, I don't know if I can do this, but it sounds cool, so sure. 
I'm going to, while I'm pushing on this... Oh, you know what? What I'll do is I'll... <laughs> I will... Um, pushing down on this, is that, does it look like you can wedge something in, in, into the lever so it stops it from progressing or opening anymore? If you've got a rock, you might be able to. You could definitely try. What about a sword? Yeah. I will hold my hand out with a black tattoo, and you see that greenish energy start to form as the black tattoo uh, glows, and I summon my sword in my hand, and I'm going to wedge it. I'm gonna stra- as soon as it materializes, I'm going to wedge it into the, the lever to stop it from moving any further. Okay. And... As you do, uh, the blade finds purchase deep within the gears of this lever, and you sort of, like, not fully letting go, but sort of test it for a second, and it doesn't seem to be moving. I will jump off and look at this spider, now that I know that the lever's holding. I'll look up at Balin. I got this. I'll look back at the spider. And as I do take a few deep breaths calm myself second wind okay. that's bonus action so I will get back some hit points nice um, okay 12 hit points back as I wow, kind of calm nice. my breath yeah that was a good roll I'm gonna calm my breath stare this giant spider in the, in the eyes I fought you before, and that's my turn. Okay. Um, next up, Thaddeus on the ground, sort of rolled ten feet away from you. You hear? Doing great, Flynn. <laughs> um, Balin once again with a flourish sheathes his swords, and uh, he's sort of right next to you at the wall where this lever is, and. He sheathes his swords, crosses his arms, and just leans up against the wall and watches. Um, next up, the spider is going to take a bite attack. Yeah, go for it. That is a natural 20. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, cool, 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 cool. So... Let me tell you, that is. Wait, what is it total? What is the total altogether? The total damage? No, the total to roll when he rolls a natural twenty is. Uh, he probably adds more than. It's not gonna matter. Yeah, here I'll just I'll just give you the total number. Um, that well, say goodbye to that second wind. That is twelve points of piercing damage. Oh, okay, that's not too bad. All right, I, I mean, good thing I second winded then. 12 damage. All right, that's fine. Woo! Okay. Okay, now it's Flynn once again. What are you doing? I will... Uh... Run. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will run away. Uh, South down the path. Um, that the Hokor that um, Balin attacked, um, the one that's kind of more of a straight shot, and go across the bridge, the closer bridge to me. Create a kind of like a funnel point. 
Okay. Uh, sorry, where are you going? This, like, going... straight south, um, across the one... Oh, gotcha. Yeah, where the second before came from. Gotcha. Okay, you would just be able to get to the end of that bridge. Sure, that's great. So you're going you're going back across the cabin. Yeah. Could I could I maybe get around so there's an opening so the uh, the spider can kind of come in onto the platform at all? Would I be able to get off the bridge or do I have enough? I would say you would be able to. Yeah, that's like you to can, the like you to can the, just step off of that bridge. Basically, to like one of the corners, like either left or right mm-hmm. side of it. Yeah. Okay. Um. And I'm assuming he takes an attack, right? Yeah, he'll get an attack. Go of opportunity. for it. Go for it. Uh, no. No? Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. cool. Great. Um, and then that was just my movement. So I will bonus action. And you see, again, I'm summoning that green energy, the, the black tattoo glows. But my bow appears in my hand. Okay. And I... S- quickly chuck it over to the to the hold to the other hand so I can pull back and uh loose an arrow. Okay. Awesome. Make an attack roll. As I guess I I, I'm, I guess I'm assuming I have like my arrows on my pouch yeah, or can, something or it comes with it. I can't remember exactly yeah. how we rule that. But yeah, I will loose an arrow. Um if I remember how to loose an arrow. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Alright. Still a decent roll. It's cocked. Ooh, uh, does a 12 hit? Uh, a 12 does hit. A 12 just hits, Ooh. yeah. Okay, let me roll some damage. As, uh, you could see the, the spider that had escaped, um, in, like, leaving this cage, it had sort of crushed two of its back legs and peeled a little bit of that, like, natural armor that it's got mm-hmm. on it. It just peeled a little bit off as it scraped on cool. the gate underneath, so you hit right in that soft spot. Nice. Um, and I look at my tattoos as I'm pulling back the bow and like, ah, I try and like do something, but I know it doesn't work. I'm just like, ah, and I shoot. And uh, here's the damage. It's nice. Uh, uh, nine points of piercing uh, damage from this short bow. Nine points of piercing. All right. Um, as you just hit this soft spot in the spider, um, you hit it just in the right spot to where it like knocks it onto its side and it rolls over and just like when you kill a spider, its yeah. legs curl yeah. in and seize up as the spider is now dead. I will, breathing heavily, look up at Balin. See, I, I told you, I, I got it. <laughs> I, I'm fine. I got all, it. <laughs> all by yourself. And I kind of sit on my butt. Whew. Ah, that was awesome. Yeah, I'd say that was pretty cool. How'd you do that teleport thing? Oh, I'll, I'll tell you, that's years of practice. One day. One day you'll get there. I'll sit back up and run over. Fatty, is he all right? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm all good. Was I, I hope I was useful enough. Hey, you did great. Thank you. You know, when I was, like, just trying to roll myself over to the thing, I didn't think I... Oh. Well, you need some rest. And I'll roll him under my arm drop my bow look at the sword does it seem to be holding it seems to be holding for the time being but these these spiders are like the gate is still a little bit open these spiders are trying to get out hey uh Palin you got a sec to help me with this shit man I I had seconds before I could have helped you out with this no but I mean now that I've kind of 
hell, you know, I take yeah, care of the problem. Right, here, come on, let's do it. All right, <laughs> no, I'll help him close the gate. All right, so one, two, three, <gasps> pull, and you guys pull the gate closed. You're able to sort of pull your sword free, sure. um, and the gate closes, trapping all of the spiders in this little outcropping kinda, of <laughs> nah, nah. I like put my finger close to the gate. <laughs> One of the spiders lunges at you, but isn't able to get to you. <laughs> and I uh, head back over to Balin in the continuing walkway. So what do you think's down that way? Uh, I don't know. Who are those drowned? Do we? Are they bad people? Are they? I'll tell you. I re- I haven't ever seen drow come this far up. Oh, yes, I, I'll find. I find that interesting. That goes. I haven't seen. I've never seen any uh, drought, at least in these parts, come uh, this close to the surface before, let alone these uh, these beasts over here, as he points to one of the hook horrors, right. uh, the hook horror dead on the ground. Yeah. Wait, so this goes down, down? Oh, this goes way down. Huh. We going? I'd say not right now. I'd say that's the job for another time. Um... But I would definitely say that I, I find I find it quite strange. The creatures are coming. I like I said, I've never seen them up this this far. Yeah, and I'll um, as he mentions it and points to one of those creatures, I'll pull my book out, my bestiary out again, once again, and I'll start. I'll kind of sit down for a few minutes and kind of like start scribbling down. Now that I know that we're not going to be going deeper into the cave, I'll yeah. spend some time to like write a few notes, draw some sketches, write down some information about these creatures and add them to my bestiary. Um, And if I can, I'd like to short rest here. For sure. With him. Yeah. Um, So yeah, you take a short rest here. You can add those effects um, to your character sheet. And as you're sitting there, um, you sort of look around the cave. You got a minute to yourself and um, you're sort of sitting next to the spider that you killed. And you notice this spider, along with all the other spiders in the cage, have, like, these leather straps on them. Mm. Kind of going around their torso. Almost like... Almost like you would put a saddle on top. Interesting. Sort of like... like They were they're prepped to have a saddle put on top. Um, but, of course, there isn't one right now. And you notice that on most of the spiders that are in this little cage here. And as you're looking at that, um, Balin walks over to the cage and he goes, well, now this is, this is interesting. And he looks up and there's a little bit of a banner sort of on this gate. And it's probably no bigger than two feet long. And he reaches up and he grabs it and he tears it down. And on the banner is a little symbol of two identical crowns sort of place one next to each other. Um, Two identical, intricate crowns. Okay. And this was on the gate with the spiders? Yes. What, uh... What is that? Yeah, I I don't really know what this means. I've... I... Shit, I'm running into a bunch of new stuff today. Uh, I couldn't tell you exactly what this is. But I would assume it came from those drow that were here yeah it looks like probably, they probably probably find their home deeper here within the cave and I'll touch the leather straps on the one dead spider it looks like they maybe rode these things 
That'd be my best guess. What'd I do? You kicked ass, man. <laughs> and he comes over and gives you a high five. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Oh. Hey. Yeah. Since you're sitting here resting for a second, um, here I wanna I wanna teach you something. Yeah, I'll uh. And he, stand up. I'll close my book. From my bestiary, I'll close that. Stand up. Yeah. What? What? Uh, get your get your sword back. Oh, okay. And I'll uh. Summon it. All right, now, and he unsheathes just one of his swords, mm-hmm. and he says, "Now, I know what they teach you in the Iron Light is, you know, strike with your power, and you know, just put all your power into one attack. Typically, when we're facing shit that's meaner and bigger and badder than us, uh, typically that just doesn't work, and you're going to need to attack it more than it attacks you. Mm. So, here's a little." something that I picked up. They don't really teach you this over in the Iron Light. Um, and he shows you sort of an attack stance and a way to put your footing and a way to sort of grip your sword and, and a way to use your sword's weight and sort of, in a flourish, attack twice as fast. Yay. And with that, over the course of him sort of teaching you this, um, you sitting here and, and, and learning from him, you level up. Hey, let's go! Hello. So you think you think you got it there? Yeah, I mean, like, and I go over to the <laughs> dead hook thing. And you're like, not with, and I do the stance. It's like, like this, <laughs> and I attack twice really quick. Yeah, I think. Yeah, hey, exactly like yeah. that. Yeah, can I do that with? And I drop my sword. Bonus action, summon my um, bow, toss it to my other hand, pull back, and try and shoot two quick arrows to the spider across the way. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, that's uh, like kind of another thing. Um, huh? Yeah, here, here, let me let me show you. And he pulls his bow out from his back, and uh, he's like, all right, so when you sort of notch your first arrow, and then on the release of that first arrow, use that momentum of your hand coming oh. back to then recoil, yeah, grab yeah, another yeah. arrow, and then come forward. And that sort of saves you that time of, okay, I'm looking at my target, I'm seeing if the arrow's gonna hit, like, forget all that. The arrow's either gonna hit or it's not. Concentrate on getting that next shot off, and then you're gold. Near the end of that, uh, I kind of lose concentration, and I start, like, doing cool movements, like ninja moves and, like, poses. And then I quickly snap back, and like, oh, right! And I try to do the two-arrow thing and mess it up a few times, but... <laughs> <laughs> After a couple tries, you're you're able to sort of get the <sighs> get the rhythm of it down. Yeah. Um, because there definitely is like a rhythm of reloading this arrow. Um, but yeah, you're able to attack twice <sighs> with both your sword and your bow and arrow now. Hey, thanks. Hey, don't mention it. Man. This is fun. Best time of my life has <laughs> been hunting monsters. Yeah. Hmm. Do you know who uh you know Melaru is? You know her, right? Oh, yeah. How do you, uh... That woman scares the ever-living daylights out. Okay, I thought I was the only one. Not many things scare, but, like, coming down here, this was fun. This was yeah. a walk in the park. This is great. She terrifies me. Yeah, she doesn't like me much. She doesn't like anyone much. Okay. I thought maybe it was because of my height, or lack thereof. 
Well, that couldn't have helped. Yeah, I'm finding that out. Yeah, not many halflings come through. Yeah. What's next? Well, you said you're not a sentinel, right? Not yet. I think what's next for you... Chopping off one of these heads, taking it back. (laughs) That's far way away. How am I going to keep it... Fresh? Yeah, I might have something for you. I might might be able to... To give you a little something, a parting gift. Okay. And I'll walk over to one of the... The the hook horror, because the other one's pushed in the the lava. And I'll summon my sword and start hacking away. Quicker than normal. So this is your first... Your first to five, huh? My what? Your first to five. Until you can, you know, fully get uh, to where I'm at. Oh. Yeah, I guess so. Huh. I start hawking. Do I know what he's talking about? Um. Would Flynn know? Make, uh, yeah. So, he would sort of know that you, like, you need to prove yourself uh-huh. a little bit. Uh-huh. But this is kind of the first time that he's hearing about any specifics. Oh, in that um, case, yeah. Okay. And Balin goes. Kind of... uh, Balin goes. Yeah. So, uh, is your your first? Basically, you gotta you know, obviously prove yourself. You knew that much, but yeah. uh, you gotta like you know bring back a couple trophies. And typically, it's you know you bring back five or six before you can uh, fully get the title. Went over at the spider. Should I? Does that count? Uh, nah, it's got to be like a, a certain threat level. Right. Um, right. Okay. Yeah. I, I the most monsters that you come across, like the, the stuff that you can sort of kill quite easily, that doesn't really prove anything. Mm. So you got to like once you take down something big like this, you got to, uh, you know, you got to take it back. And now. I was standing over there watching because I couldn't in good conscience let you take back one of these heads if I didn't know that you were capable of actually killing one of these. So that's why I was standing. I know that might have looked impolite, but and I know I also killed this one right here, but I mean, shit, you killed that one down in the lava. I did not get, I mean, get, I can go down there and get that one's head, but I don't think I there's much don't left. Don't even don't worry about that. Okay. I know you can kill one of these things cuz you did doesn't matter which one it was. Right. But as far as I'm concerned, this is this is yours. Yours to have. Well thanks. And don't worry about it. Victor would stand around and watch watch me do my trials and practice. It wasn't much for helping either, so what you did was more than ever he would do. Well the iron light sorta of breeds a certain type of folk. Not to say he's not a good teacher. But yeah, kind of a stick in the mud. Kind of let let you do let you find your own way. Yeah, which I guess is seems like you found your way, <laughs> or are finding it, I should say. Yeah, I'm definitely not there yet. As I look over at that hey. freaking lever, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's getting kind of hot down here with all the lava and such, yeah, yeah. and these bodies are not going to be smelling too good in a couple minutes. Let's head on back, and uh, I'll let you go on your way. Sounds good. And I'll finish cutting the rest of this head off and start dragging it. I'll put Thaddeus under one arm, 
And the, okay. the hook horror, I'll grab it by the mane or, or, or the tendon, start carefully dragging it across the bridges out of the Okay. Cave. You take the head, both heads, Thaddeus and the hook horror, yeah. <laughs> and you walk across the bridge out of the cave um, and back into the forest. You pick up your backpack along the way yep. with all of your belongings. You strap Thaddeus to the side of that so yep. it's a little bit easier to carry the hook horror. Summon ahead. both of my weapons back, throw them on the sides of the mm-hmm. backpack, get it all situated. <sighs> I'll turn Thaddeus on for, for the 10. Can I still turn him on for one hour or no? It's just 10 minutes from now on. It's just 10 minutes. I'll turn yeah, him on you for can another... either choose once for one hour or three times for 10 minutes. Sure. I'll turn him on for 10 minutes and be like, hey, you did great again. We're, hey. we're heading back. Um, oh, great. Oh, Look at this, and I'll hold the horror's head up. Oh, nasty. <laughs> I know, right? It's gross, right. and I'll poke it. <laughs> Apparently, I need to turn this in to prove that I killed it. How long is that going to stay? I don't know. Balin, and I'll look over Balin. He said there's something I can do to this. Oh, yeah, I got a place for you to put it. Oh, okay. Well, how, do, how am I going to get all the way back to the Iron Lake Castle? I don't know. That's kind of up to you. All right. And I'll keep walking. As we're walking, I follow him to wherever he's leading. I don't know if he's going back to the camp or whatever. And uh, yeah, after a couple of minutes, you guys actually make it back to the camp. Well, Flynn, I got to say it was a pleasure. And he reaches his hand out to shake your hand. I reach and my hand up, says, shake his. Um, well, if you ever come around here again, I would love to share stories with you and hopefully next time you come around you uh you've uh, got one of these guys and sort of ruffles his his cloak his green cloak um but in the meantime here why don't you take this i got i got two or three of them and he tosses you a bag of holding what <laughs> okay yeah i'll i'll, I'll grab it like what because i don't know if flynn knows what it is uh I have one. Yeah, that can it can just hold a bunch of a bunch of stuff, and it's sort of like its own pocket dimension. So if you put stuff in there, it will probably decay at a slower rate. Oh, which I would assume is what you're looking for. Well, yeah. Um, I'll look at the head and look at the bag. Just shove it in there. <laughs> well, thanks. Um, I have a really silly question before we head out. Um, yeah, what's up? Well, so I have this bag, um, a different one than this, and I kind of like collect stuff um, on my journeys. And if you don't have anything, I can look around. But I'm curious, is there anything I could like hold on to just to, you know, like as a keepsake? If, do you have anything or or if maybe you have anything at the camp? Like uh, something small? Yeah, something small. Uh, Yeah. And he reaches back into his hair that was put in a bun, <laughs> pulls out a little pin. Yes. And it's it's like a, a little uh, uh, like a little bronze pin that was holding his hair together. And he tosses it over to you as ah. his hair kind of drapes and flows down. You you sort of get when his hair is up, <laughs> you get more of like a human. You get more of the human side of him. Yeah. But now that his hair is down and sort of flowing and cascading over his awesome. shoulders, you definitely see the elven, elven side. There. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah badass i'm like ah cool thanks for the pin i'll look kind of look at it open my bag up and just kind of chuck it in there and you hear the ching ching of all the other stuff in there as i put it back over my shoulder 
Well, thanks. Yeah, of course. I'll have to come back. Check up on yeah, you. Yeah, please do. Maybe when I do, I'll tap my shoulder. One of those shoulder pads. Can't wait to see you again, Flynn. Been good. If I run into Victor, I'll let him know I saw you. Yeah, you don't have to do that. <laughs> Is it really that bad? No. Well. Till next time. Till next time. And as you turn around, you walk back to the path that you came on. You walk back to the city wall of Solaris. You walk up to the guard, same guard as when you had left. He recognizes you and sort of nods his head and lets you in. As not that many people come through this way. Mm. You walk back into the city and just as the sun is setting over the horizon, you make your way back to the inn and you walk up into your room with Thaddeus and you walk into the room and you see standing there Kalik and Shreya. And that is where we're going to end today's episode. <laughs> yeah. going to call it right there with <laughs> Flynn making his way back to the inn. And uh, yeah, that's where we're going to call it. So thank you all so much for listening. And we can't wait to see you all again next week. Bye, nerds. Bye, nerds. <laughs> hey, it's Russ. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Thank you again for being a part of this adventure with us. Make sure to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit for updates on episodes, giveaways, and more. I'll see you next episode. Bye, nerds. Bye.